Hi all, TK here, and you are listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome! It is August 4th, and how are you doing today? Uh, I do want to say that I am pretty proud of myself because I did a very small thing that made a very big difference to me. I flossed this morning (laughs) and there was a time I don't know a month and a half two months ago where I did a few days in a row where I was encouraging everyone to challenge ourselves to do something for our health something that supports our health that we don't want to do but that we know is good for us and mine is flossing and I go through a big back and forth in my life with it sometimes I'm more regular with it and other times I'm not particularly when I'm going through stressful times or times when I'm not feeling my best I tend to do it less and I wanted to floss yesterday and I did not I think for like the past couple days isn't that strange (laughs) Um, because it's a relatively simple thing. I don't know why there's a block against it, but at any rate. And I thought today I got the insight to do it before I did the podcast because I wasn't feeling very well this morning. I'm feeling kind of bummed and tired for the second day in a row. And <clears throat> I don't think I'm alone in this. It's just like a general malaise <laughs> with people. And it makes sense, right? We get it. I mean, there's all sorts of chaos going on in in different uh, ways and on different levels in our lives. Um, Uncertainty. It's a time of change and transformation. There's cultural revolutions going on as well as uh, a worldwide pandemic. So now, as I'm sure you know, now more than ever, it's important to stay calm and balanced. My clarion call to the peeps out there. For everyone, but, you know, especially if you're highly sensitive. Absolutely. So do what you can to clear your head. Sit down and clear your thoughts. However many times a day. Or however often you can do it Um, research different ways to calm yourself because there's tons of stuff out there and it's up to us to find what works for us because we're all individual with our own individual chemical makeups so explore different things now's a great time to be doing that everything's retrograde (laughs) Um, but and Neptune So um, explore, you know, new ways of deepening the connection with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. And um, invest in yourself, taking care of your health and moving forward with goals and uh, who you want to be in the world. Uh, Overcoming the obstacles that hold us back from living our best lives including addictions 
Neptune's retrograde, and Neptune can be about addictions, and we all have them. You just have to sort of figure out what yours are if they aren't so obvious. Some of us might be addicted to uh, playing it small in our lives. We might be scared of success. Isn't that strange? I mean, really, it really is. But it's true. And I think more prevalent than, you know, people uh, know. So it's like we get comfortable in our own little worlds and then it's hard to do new things and challenge ourselves in new ways and meeting new people and, you know, speaking in front of people. Um, but I think it's, I just think it's really, really worth it. So I'm just saying you might be addictive, you might be addicted to bad habits um, that are different from the traditional, you know, alcohol, drugs, sex, food. Uh, it could be something like a way of thinking, a worn out belief about yourself that holds you back. You might be addicted to um, criticizing yourself. I mean, now is also the time to really be healing and supporting self-love, which is healing our muck and yuck. That's what it's all about, folks. It all, <laughs> it's one great big homework assignment. Yay! It's like we're all working on our personal, what do they call that? Like when you're in a master's program and you have to do a final project that includes uh, an in-depth and pretty long paper and you do studies and you meet with people. It's a big long thing. It's a big thing. It's a whole project <laughs> that takes a long time, months if not years. At any rate, that's kind of what it feels like and if I come up with the word later, I'll let you know. Uh, so with that, I am going to move to the astrology portion of the podcast. I have not looked at it yet today. And as you might know, um, astrology, like it tends to not stick in my head what is happening. So I'm going to look at it and be surprised all over again. Okay. Today is busy. <laughs> we have Mars square Jupiter retrograde, which is something I do not think I have even mentioned yet. But that's a pretty big deal. Anytime Mars squares anything, it's a big deal. Because Mars is about our passion and our goals and our energy. And it can veer into anger and rage if we're not conscious of it and consciously, you know, working with it to prevent that from happening. Um, you know, some of you might know a little while back I revealed a rage incident in my own life where as a teenager... I was in my twin brother's room and for whatever reason I, I snapped and I cannot remember what caused it but it is of course due to a long period of 
um, suffering and pain because people don't just snap out of nowhere. Uh, at any rate, I, I grabbed a, a bat and uh, my brother was lying on his bed under a comforter, thank goodness, thank God, because I, I basically, I remember both seeing red and blacking out, but I, I, you know, hit him with the bat. And when I realized what was happening, when I came to, so to speak, you know, he was curled up, holding himself, crying, because he, you know, <laughs> it's understandable. Um, so that was an incident that for many years, it was just sort of swept under the rug. And for many years, I think that affected both of us. And um, a little while ago, I, you know, years, about 10 years after the incident, I tried to talk to him about it, and he didn't remember it. And he sort of blew it off, and I didn't push. But recently, I brought it up to him again, and it took some time. But we've gotten past it. Um, he forgave me, which I wasn't asking for. I just really wanted him to, I, I just wanted to let him know that I knew what had happened and that I was deeply sorry on all levels of being. Um, so it, it was a great healing in many, many ways. Um, for both of us, I think, because he, he still doesn't really remember it, but, um, apparently the day after I sent him the email, it, because I was, I was too uncomfortable to like talk to him about it over the phone or whatever. <laughs> so I just originally sent an email saying, do you remember this? And, and I want to talk about it and, you know, I'm so sorry, etc. At any rate, I don't remember, but um, that's not the point. The point is, the day after, his body remembers it because his, his back went out, and it took several weeks of working with a chiropractor to get it back to, you know, quote-unquote normal. So, um, my point is... Rage is something that can be a little bit mysterious because we all have preconceptions about, I mean, there are aggressive people who are f f um, very likely to fly into rage, but then there are some who you wouldn't think it. There are many people who hide their pain yet um, still clearly able to fly into a rage. That's what happened to me. And I'm not the typical sort of individual that um, you would pin <laughs> for flying into a blind rage and beating someone with a bat. So there you go. What's my point? Um, my point is, it's just, 
number one, you can't always assume things about people. Um, but number two, on the other hand, you kind of can, because <laughs> you could feel energy. I mean, back then, um, I wasn't a happy individual. I don't think I really started to get happy until many years later. I was unhappy for a long time. I drank a lot. I did drugs. So, but working toward personal happiness, you can, you know, confront and get in touch with personal muck and yuck and, and heal it. So now's the time of forgiveness for ourselves and everyone else. Remember the Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness, Ho'oponopono, is very powerful. And you don't need to mean the prayer when you say it because it consists of four lines. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, in whatever order. So you could say, thank you, I love you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, that sort of thing. You, you can mix it up. And, and it starts to you know, dissolve karmic negative energy. I recommend it. That is a, that gets a, an RVE seal and stamp of approval. There you go. Boom. Yeah, I like it more with like a gong sound. Okay. At any rate, so then the rage also work on our own anger and pain so it doesn't turn into rage. Because like I said, rage can, um, we don't always know it's going to happen. Sometimes it just comes out of the blue. So we got to work on ourselves. That's the only way you can ensure <laughs> that it doesn't happen when you start to calm your inner thermostat and uh, work towards being calm and balanced every day and then you start to detach from things and it gives you the the um, the great you know blessing and skill of being able to act in your life other than react where are we at I'm sort of going off on uh, tangents at any rate that's because of Mars Mars is square Jupiter retrograde in Capricorn and Mars is in Aries. Mars rules Aries, so he's super strong. And Jupiter is the great expander. So whatever we're focusing on can get bigger. So focus on what you're focusing on and make sure it's something good for you and everyone. Then we have a lesser um, stressful aspect between Venus and Saturn retrograde. <laughs> So Saturn has to do with work, our work ethic, overcoming obstacles, um, restriction. And Venus is about what we love, social graces, harmony. So there might be some static between those two. Do what you can to soothe out those energies and get them to play well with one another. Um, and then we have Mercury entering Leo. That is happening later on tonight. And that will be very welcome because Leo is like, you know, social and gregarious and likes the spotlight and very generous and loving, artistic. Um, you know, Leo is the lion. So loyal, brave. 
Yay! Now, I do want to remind you that just yesterday was the full moon in Aquarius, so we're definitely feeling that. And it had that T-square with Uranus and Taurus. So focus on Scorpion type, Scorpio <laughs> type stuff to help relieve the stress. And that has to do with personal empowerment and healing our relationships with power and control and manipulation, <laughs> intimacy, shared resources. <laughs> oh, we are all in um, master class now, peeps. I mean, we're, we're all in higher levels of education. I mean, this is like, we are students once again and have homework. So get to it. All right, with that, I'm going to move to the guidance card portion of the podcast. And I do want to say that um, at the beginning, when I got the cards out, uh, one card slid away. So I took a look at it, and it's the Empress, number three in the Major Arcana, Creativity. This is a beautiful card. It's another one of my favorite cards. I have quite a few favorite cards, I think. Uh, she's got stars in her hair and she's reaching for the moon and there's blooms everywhere and you know this might even be on this card it might even be an eclipse that's featured with the sun and the moon and w remember we are in eclipse season we're halfway through i think so there's lots of endings and beginnings with that and um there's water symbolism and um, energy symbolism and light and blooming and colors. It's, it's gorgeous. So just remember, think about what we are creating in our own lives and how we are creating our lives. Because we are, day by day. Our thoughts, our emotions, they... Um, support our actions and our actions create our lives okay <coughs> I am now going to shuffle and ground the cards and energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all and do conscious breathing I encourage you to do conscious breathing along with me if you feel so called I will be back shortly thank you Okay, guidance card for today. Additional guidance card, other than the Empress. <laughs> Empress. I'm having trouble speaking today. Um, but also, I told you that story about me flossing earlier. That's to also encourage you to do something for yourself that will feel good after you've done it and that you know you want and or need to do it. Just do it. <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. Uh, so guidance card, wisdoms for listeners to know today as they go through the day, please, cards. Please and thank you. And flip the card entirely, our cards. 
patience. Patience is the general message I get when it takes a while for a card to come out. Um, another reason why I went back into that rage story with my brother is because I wrote a poem about it that I, I uh, introduced to a, the poetry critique group that I'm a part of. It's a f the first time we've met um, for a while, a few months, and uh, since the quarantine started, really. And I debuted that poem. And it's a very, you know, that can be kind of a hard thing to do because people are overall a little bit shocked uh, at the nature of the the subject matter, um, understandably. So I think that's why it was more on my mind today. I, will, I was reflecting about um, my, on my poem that I wrote, which I may debut to you all at some point. But for now, let's go back to the cards. Two cards flipped over. The first one is Five of Swords. And the second one is Justice, which is, and they are titled Comparison for the Five of Swords and Breakthrough for the Justice. So <coughs> let's get into these a little bit because the Five of Swords is a more intense sort of energy. Um, not as intense as the, the big boys, but it's it's a hard energy. Swords is of the mind. So let me... I am going to start a new um, page here and look up my website, so please forgive the pause here we go I do go to learntarot.com now five of swords is just about let me think okay I th think it can be about looking out for oneself it can be about acting in ways that are not up to standards like our personal morals and values are doing kind of like sneaky things let's see I don't want to babble too long about it without uh, being accurate <laughs> self-interest discord and open dishonor so it features on the traditional rider weight it features an individual who has been in battle with a couple of people and they're walking away without their swords. Their swords are on the ground. And this individual has three. Uh, two on his shoulder and one in his hand. And he can gather up the other swords as well. And it's um, acting in your own self-interest. Looking out for number one. Knowing you must concentrate on yourself. Um, indulging in power plays. Mm gloating mm. being in a hostile environment feeling people are set against one another 
having an us against them men mentality, experiencing conflict, um, losing your moral compass, sacrificing integrity, knowing of criminal activity, losing sight of what is right. Yeah, none of this is fun. <laughs> now, the more, the higher end of interpreting this card has to do with thinking of your own needs and knowing you must concentrate on yourself. So the self-interest part of it can be important. Um, so let me go into the description here a little bit. Uh, the dilemma comes from our definition of self. Uh, do I have enough to eat? Am I happy? Do I have all I want? Um, we may expand our concern to those we love, but then how can we stop there? We are connected to everyone in the long run. In truth, our self is the world. What we do to that world, we do to ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Um, the Five of Swords can mean that you or someone else is forgetting this larger view of self. Um, so you're defining your interests too narrowly. Other times this card implies a need to put your own interests first. And that is what I'm getting at. Because the need is to, right now, it's really, really important to take care of ourselves first in many ways because then we have it within us to help others and to properly care for our loved ones and families. If you are being abused or taken advantage of, you must get free, it says. If you're worn out by demands, take care of yourself. Just be aware if you hurt others in the process, your victory will not feel complete. Absolutely. Um, so, in the Osho Zen, it's called comparison, and it's more about comparing ourselves to others. And I feel, I feel compelled <laughs> to read it, this card about comparison. So, give me a mo moment while I look this up. Five of Swords. Here we go. No, not there yet. Cups. Here we go. Now we're in it. Alright. What have we got here? So, it just says it, it features an oak tree and a bamboo. And it just points out sort of the ridiculousness of trying to compare the two. Um, so do you think the oak wishes it had a hollow trunk like this bamboo? Does the bamboo feel jealous of the oak because it is bigger and its, leaf changes, its leaves change color in the fall? The very idea of the two trees comparing themselves to each other seems ridiculous. But we humans seem to find this habit very hard to break. 
Let's face it, there's always going to be somebody who is more beautiful, more talented, stronger, more intelligent, or apparently happier than you are. And conversely, there will always be those who are less than you in all of these ways. The way to find out who you are is not by comparing yourself with others, but by looking to see whether you are fulfilling your own potential in the best way you know how. Beautiful. I feel like that is really what we are meant to take from the card. Now the next card is breakthrough. And we all could be having some personal emotional breakthroughs right now. So look for them and help support them to happen. It's the justice card. So it's interesting because in the traditional Rider Waite, the five of swords has all those more negative, you know, ways of being that I listed uh, before having to do with you know, criminal activity and dishonor and um, being selfish and greedy and um, hostile and, um, you know, losing sight of what's right, losing moral compass. I mean, this is all yucky, yuck, yuck, yuck. But justice is coming out the other side of all that. Let's see. Uh, respecting justice, assuming responsibility, preparing for a decision, understanding cause and effect. Yeah, so it's like this time of s karmic cycles that are being closed down. Um, it's very much on people's minds, I think, because we all have karma to clean up in our lives. So it's stuff like acting on ethical principles committing to honesty, seeking equality, being impartial, trying to do what is right, insisting on fairness, settling old accounts and debts, being accountable, acknowledging the truth, admitting involvement, handling a situation, weighing all sides of an issue, setting a course for the future, balancing factors, determining right action, accepting results you created, seeing how you choose your situation, recognizing the action of karma. Yes, making connections between events. Um, this card can appear when you're feeling the impact of a past mistake or good deed. The cause you set in motion at one time is now returning as an effect. Sometimes it's a signal to do what needs to be done. A time when responsibilities must be accepted and accounts settled. The past will continue to haunt you if you do not recognize your mistakes and make amends for them. You need to weigh matters carefully and perhaps make important decisions about your future course. Very interesting because I have went into that whole story about how I uh, approached my brother. Um wanting to make a situation right from the past so maybe you know that piece of wisdom there is is there to help encourage you all to do something similar final card please cards thank you so much and totally flip it out if you can 
But this is those two are pretty powerful together. Again, opposite energies. Every day there have been like some kind of opposite energies showing up in the cards. What's the best thing to do with the with opposite energies? Find the balance. Find the the median point. <laughs> Final card. No? Hmm. A final overarching card for listeners to take with them today. All right. Hmm. For some reason, I'm like not I'm I'm not wanting to end the reading, and I don't know why. Perhaps the final card is the Empress. We. Here we go. Trust. Um, it's the Knight of Cups. The Knight of Cups is... Um, it is known as bringing in romance. But Cups is energy and Cups is love. You know, it's love for ourselves. It's love for others. It doesn't have to be romantic specifically. And uh, so Knights are or taking action in some way let's see what else there's to say having to do with love and look for it coming into your life romantic over emotional imaginative sensitive refined introspective introverted concentrates on the poetry of life <laughs> isn't that interesting uh, since I was talking about my poem. Um, remember special occasions. <laughs> Looks beyond the obvious. Um, has an overactive imagination. Is visionary. Responds deeply to life. Understands the pain of others. Tactful. Diplomatic. Seeks the finest gracious values in her life um, sees below the surface very interesting hmm. so if you're over emotional rein it back in you need more balance um, because knight of cups can be very sensitive romantic imaginative over emotional um, uh, and then also too temperamental and taking offense easily so like oversensitive but he can also be or it can also be um, just have uh, the beauty of life and really sinking into that um, experiencing something extravagant um, you know romance and beauty romance is just sometimes seeing the beauty in life and getting you know caught up in that through music through beautiful art through spending time in nature you know and then there is the emp the empress as I was initially drawing attention to that um, is also tied into like what are we creating 
with all of our imagination and beautiful emotions. <laughs> so, and the card Knight of Cups in the Osho Zen is titled Trust. So comparison, there's creativity, comparison, breakthrough, trust. So let's all keep trusting. It's all going to be okay. And know that. And, um, ooh, bottom of the deck is Magician again, um, titled Existence. Now, the Magician, at the last second in yesterday's podcast, I noticed I was signing off, and I noticed that the Magician was on the bottom of the deck. So I titled the whole card portion The Magician. <laughs> and um, now it's on the bottom of the deck again. Ooh, and underneath that is Success. Six of Wands. Now remember, the magician is about actively creating our lives, like with the help of our divine connection with God, universal energy. And um, as above, so below. It's very meditative. It features a person on a lotus leaf, and there's shooting stars, and it's gorgeous. So take some time to meditate. You know how I like to I like to push that. All right. Well, that feels good. That feels good. <laughs> now I will conclude. And um, as always, you know, you can look up Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear online through Amazon and Alexa. And, you know, look me up in different ways if you feel so called. I mean, online. <laughs> There's RV Empath Instagram, for instance. RV Empath, uh, you can go to my website by putting, you know, Googling that. I'm stumbling all over myself. What I really want to say is thank you so much for all that you are and do. Stay tuned for more. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.